0: Welcome to Inside the Honors College, where we believe that wisdom and virtue is found when we learn together. Join us as we take an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars. I'm Ellie Overman. And I'm Taina Estevez, and this particular person
1: was very close to my heart. I'm saying goodbye to him as both a senior in the Honors College, but also a senior in the multi-ethnic leadership program that we're both a part of. Um, So my friend, say this as a goodbye parting gift Mm -hmm. from APU to you. He is such an insightful man and has a beautiful idea of what leadership looks like. Uh, It was a great conversation. Don't spoil any of that. And then also... Getting to highlight some good things about the nature course was also great. I am not very strong in the STEM part of my Mm -hmm. life. So getting to hear kind of what we can learn from that and where it can come Mm -hmm. in and strengthen ourselves and our ideas. And when we think about things, just so many great, beautiful (laughs) things. It's always fun getting to talk to Max.
0: Yeah, I loved how he kind of talked about why this matters. It it made it so evident how selfless and others focused he is, even kind of in his academic pursuit and this idea of you can't take people where you haven't gone. And so this intellectual wrestling we're doing matters for us, but it also, it matters for the people that we, we walk alongside so we can come in and meet them in that. I just admire that so much. And I'm so excited for everyone to get to listen in. So let's get right to it.
1: Hello, Max. How are we doing today on this fine Monday? I'm doing well. Perfect. I'm so happy for you. Um, Thank you so much for being here, guys. Max is an amazing person, very insightful, and I am so excited for this conversation. But before we get into his beautiful story through honors, I'm going to throw you a nice, really random question, Max. And that is, if you could be any kitchen appliance, what would that kitchen appliance be and why? I mean, like fridges, a microwave, a sink. You know, I need you to pick you as a kitchen appliance.
2: You know, I was gonna say fridge, but then I decided to go with freezer because sure. I feel like the fridge has like the basic stuff, but like the freezer has the fun stuff. Oh. You know, like ice cream, popsicles, all the good stuff, Tochino's pizza rolls. Exactly. It has it all. Oh my
1: god! <laughs> yes, I love that answer so much, and I'm officially stealing it from my own self reflection because I didn't realize how different the fridge and the freezer were until you mentioned that. So 100% Mm -hmm. support. Now that we've had this beautiful, insightful to why Max would be a freezer, which is the greatest answer ever. Max, can you tell us a little bit about your journey to honors? You know, how did you start it? Why did you choose it? Did anyone tell you, you know, just these nice overview of why you're here now?
2: Yeah, for sure. So honestly, it's a little bit of a long story. So I'll like keep it nice and (laughs) abbreviated. But my journey to honors probably starts with my journey to APU. And it's honestly like the reason I actually chose to attend APU mm-hmm. for a large, large part of it. Um, but basically I have an older brother. When I was a freshman in high school, he was in a junior. And so we visited APU when I was a freshman because he was doing college visits. Yeah. And I was just really impressed with everything that I saw. And like I was not in the college mindset. I had just started high school. So I was like, we'll get we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get yeah. there. Um, but following his journey with everything, I remember um, he really debated whether or not he wanted to go into the honors college. He's like, Oh, like, I'm not very much like a writer or a speaker. It's like, I'm not sure if I want to, but you know, might as well just like try it. And he really excelled in it. And it was funny because when we would call, cause you know, I'm from Colorado, APU's out in LA, um, he would tell me the different things he was learning. And I would just like file them in the back of my head. Like I remember professor Harrington who has since left the honors college, um transition to another school but she told him that he needed to break up his paragraphs and so after we had that conversation I hung up the phone and I looked at the essay I was working on and I was like yeah there are lots of big paragraphs and we need to like bust those bad boys down (laughs) so I did so I was learning from the honors college even before I was in the honors college so number one that was something I was really interested in everything he was learning I could really see how it affected his character um Made him a better man, made him, made him a better student. At the time he had a girlfriend, so made him a better boyfriend, made him a better brother and son. So I was like, you know, if this is what's going on, like I really need to like be in on that. And I specifically remember when we dropped him off at college, um, we went to the honors college orientation And again, it was Professor Harrington, but she was up on stage and she said, our goal is to make you the best possible Christian in the field that you are going into, Mm. to give you the philosophy, the theology, the experience and the critical thinking necessary to make you the best that you can be. And at the time, I wasn't actually planning on going into ministry, but I was like, you know, like if I went to a Christian college, that is what I would want my experience to look like. So in the end, I applied to the honors college and I got in and I really appreciated having that level of challenge and the level of expectation, um, the relationships that I've built, even people in the honors college that I'm not, I haven't had the opportunity to have as many classes with. It's something that we just have in common that I feel like we do have like a level of friendship that we can like bump into each other and have a good conversation years on. Um, so yeah, long story short from freshman year of high school, when I first got introduced to APU, to junior year when I was learning about the Honors College from my brother and from sitting on the Honors College orientation um, to my senior year of high school, applying and then getting in as a freshman.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I love that so much. I think brother bonding, that sibling bonding for sure. I mean, I am the older sibling in my own dynamic as well. So if I'm thinking about you know what? What is she seeing? She's definitely not coming to APU. I'm so sorry to say that, but she wants to stay close to home. Um, but just thinking about lessons and how we, you know, just put, you know, put those back in the people that are around us is so cool to think about. Um, so thank you for sharing. And then in this kind of line of growth, I know you say you got to see how your brother grew in this journey and his own experience and honors. So what about you personally? How has your Life in, you know, time because you're also a senior, you know, you're coming up to your own clothes here. How have you grown in this experience as a, as a leader, you know, in the honors college? How has that changed you or challenged you? Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. Okay. So, well, I... I'm trying to figure out how to like start. Yeah.
1: Go... <laughs> it's, a, it's a big question. Okay. It's a big well, question. I'm,
2: I'm a big fan of context, mm-hmm. love context. Um, but basically, I would say, I grew up in a non-denominational background. So while there are a lot of good things about that, you know, we have a more casual approach to church. So there's not as many boundaries to people entering it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a, not necessarily more, but just like a different kind of lively in the church setting where I really vibe with that. But the thing I really missed was the emphasis on history and tradition and really like deep historical theology. Yeah. Um, and it was something I always wanted, but I don't think I knew that I wanted it. And so, you know, as someone who wants to be a pastor, because I mentioned that a little bit earlier, um, you really have to be able to help journey alongside people as they reconcile with the world and with the Bible and with theology. Mm -hmm. And so a really large part of that is going there yourself. And so you cannot take other people or you yourself have not gone. Yeah. And so having this large need for a historical, philosophical, traditional context around the Bible and around life itself, um, as well as really wanting to be that for other or not be that, but help people in that regard as a pastor that's one way i really grew in my leadership because it helped me a lot of my critical thinking to analyze arguments to see the pros and cons um to see ideas not just for their current expression but as like the history that's behind them because you know like in the church there's different theologies around like salvation atonement what hell is like and it's very easy to take two ideas and just say, these do not agree. How are we going to argue them and see which one wins as opposed to saying, Hey, these ideas are just the tip of an iceberg. What is the rest of the iceberg? So I can really understand not just what I see on the surface, but everything underneath. And I think reading like Aquinas, Athanasius, um, We're doing that this semester. Plato. <laughs> yes, you are, you're in for a treat. Favorite book right there. <laughs> I think I might have been my favorite book in the honors college, not going to lie. Um, but for me, it really developed me in my leadership because that helped me be able to help myself process, and therefore to help other people process, um, to help people feel comfortable as they go on that journey, yeah. making sure yeah. that it's not something that's intimidating, and making sure that it's not something um, that they feel isn't for them, because it's all for us. Because you know, the body of Christ it isn't just the people on earth here and now; it's the people that came before us as well.
1: Oh. Man, Max, that was so good. I loved what you were talking about at the beginning there about journeying with people, you know? And I think that's such an important part of just leadership. You know, like I think part of a good leader is being able to be with the people that you're leading, you know, and like not removing yourself and and just that distance there. I think it's always so painful as at times being a follower, you know, and like not having that accessibility to the person that's supposed to be there with me. And I love that you have that mentality in your own leadership and that the Honors College has be able, been able to like help you see that, you know, and also that like I, I just have so many snippets of what you said that I really enjoyed, like the, the bit about helping yourself in the middle of this, you know, like this, this being kind of mutually beneficial, you know, like it's not like, again, that distance compa- like factor, you know, it's just, ah, oh, I love that so much. I think, how, how have you seen that manifested as a senior specifically? I think if I'm thinking about, you know, my own journey as like a freshman, you know, my first year in college. And if I want to, to look at my own future growth, have you seen any specific times in your final year in the honors college where you've been able to like truly walk with people, you know, I mean, you're about to also walk out of our, like a, a new stage or walk into a new stage? Have you seen any of that walking with people that's you think is going to like resonate with you into the future? If not, that's totally fine. I'm just kind of thinking of, you know, my future, my future life.
2: <laughs> For sure. Oh gosh. You know, there are so many ways to answer that question. Yeah. One thing I love about the Honors College is how unique each semester is. Because um, one semester you're learning about leadership, another semester you're learning about nature, another semester you're learning about postmodernism or the classics or the scholastics, right? Um, so there's just such like a diverse focus um, that it's interesting the dynamic not only between like seniors and juniors, juniors and sophomores, sophomores and first years, right? But also the dynamic between people who have been minors and people who've continued on with the major. Absolutely. Um, because the ideas are constantly building on themselves. And I think I really saw that in honors nature Um, and being able to discuss with other people when they were struggling like, oh, like, I don't know, like free will or predestination. Um, That was a big question. I know a lot of people struggle with their sophomore year or with the postmodernism semester, which was the first semester of our junior year, which is the last year or last semester, I guess, of the minor. I felt like it really all came together in honor's nature because we read Thomas Kuhn. And basically what he says is that every idea is valid. And by building a new idea on top of it, you don't invalidate the old one, even if it's completely incorrect. Like I think Aristotle thought the brain was a cooling unit for Mm. the blood. That's not how (laughs) it works, right? Um, But at the same time, it was like the first step in a long journey of biological sciences that got us where we are today. And we couldn't have learned from our mistakes if we hadn't made mistakes in the first place and so being able to comprehend that ideas they're just an iteration of something on a journey i think that was something i was able to articulate to other people when they were saying oh i hate honors nature like you know (laughs) i'm a science major like i just don't get it it's just like not what i'm here for i don't understand what's going on um and being able to express the value that was in that and then also with like the um first year students and the sophomore year students even juniors to an extent um being able to articulate like yeah like the ideas you're struggling with it makes sense that you're struggling with but also this isn't the end like we tend to think of things as like oh only in the moment but you know god has us on this nice little character arc and so where we're right here one day we'll be right here and the ideas and struggles that we have with the books and honors here are going to support us here in our careers here in our families here in our leadership positions um, and even in our faith so That's one way I felt like I journeyed with someone, even if it wasn't like a specific example, because it was more of a general. Mm-hmm. experience that
1: mm-hmm. I had in honors. Yeah, no, that's so good. And as a person struggling with a lot of ideas currently in honors, you know, like, how are, is this representative of us now, you know, like, what are the voices that I'm listening to? Are these the voices that I want to be listening to? You know, just that these ideas can can build off of each other is super reassuring. Um, and this is a beautiful conversation, and I would go on for it forever. But to kind of bring us to a little bit of a close here, if you were going to be talking to, I guess, you know, talking about struggles and ideas, talking to a prospective student, you know, maybe debating whether or not to join the honors college what would you be telling them maybe about how like this growth and their own personal leadership or how these ideas can build on each other what would just be something that you want to leave with them in their own decision potential mm. decision I would say
2: <laughs> yes absolutely so honestly the way I would put it first off disclaimer, honors isn't for everyone in the same yeah. way college isn't for everyone yeah. if you're going down a path where you don't feel the humanities, theology, philosophy is necessarily going to get you where you're going to go or if it's going to distract from your own studies. My brother was a biochem major and he really had to focus on pre-med in order to get into medical school, which involves studying for the MCAT. And he felt he couldn't give honors the attention it deserved. Um and he also couldn't give biochem the attention it deserved if he decided to double major. Yeah. So he decided to do a minor. And I felt that was a perfectly wise decision, mm-hmm. right? So honestly, I think the first step is really discerning you are and where you want to go but I think oftentimes we kind of think oh like hard classes assignments due on Saturday something that doesn't necessarily relate to my field therefore it's not for me I wouldn't say that Mm -hmm. I would actually Mm -hmm. encourage people to be involved in it especially if they make the qualifications and even if they don't I've known students who've really gone to bat to be able to attend the honors college because they loved what's been going on in the program but the metaphor that that has been in my head when you asked my when you ask me that question um was my junior year of high school one of the teachers at an assembly said you know in high school there are three kinds of people They're the kinds of people that get out and they're in the middle of everything. They're involved in different clubs. They're involved in different organizations. They're doing sports. They're in different classes. They're pursuing their passions. There are the people that are watching. There are the people um, who are doing the best they can with what they have, but they don't feel ready to really get involved. And then there are the people who look up and say, what just happened? And they miss it. They miss all the beauty that was in high school. They miss all the opportunities um, to grow themselves, to make relationships, to expand their interests. And, you know, like it's valid in each one of those ways, but you really want to ask yourself, who do I want to be in college? Who do I want to be after these four years? And I would trust the honors college to be the kind of place that develops your character, that develops your critical thinking skills, that develops your relationships, um, that develops your capacity for faith, for empathy, for understanding. Um, And it really does complement your major. I don't think I would have been a successful psychology major and someone going into ministry, someone who also likes counseling and wants to do that, if I had not been in the Honors College and had the opportunity to really understand what it means to explore big ideas and big questions, like very few other programs in the nation and the world do for us. Uh, So that would be my answer.
1: Yes, yes. Makes me want to rejoin the Honors College, even though I'm already here, (laughs) guys.
2: It makes you want to stay back a year, oh, right?
1: no, you got to live. The world needs you and your insight out there. And uh, as much as we would love to keep you, this has been an amazing experience for me, Max. I love getting to hear what you have to say. And, you know, I just can't thank you enough for taking the time to be here with us. So thank you again. Absolutely.
2: Thank you for
1: having me. Always. Max, I appreciate all of your, all of his insight. It was Such a lovely conversation on so many levels. I want to have so many more conversations with Max. He was an absolute pleasure. And this conversation around layering ideas, I think, is so important. It was such a good reminder for Mm -hmm. myself as well, you know, that these are ideas that we can build off of and that we should build off of ideas and that they're not, you know, these stagnant things. And Mm -hmm. it's one of my favorite things about the Honors College, for sure, is that these you know, curriculums that we're doing and just these you know, ideas that we have from first semester all the way until senior year and getting his perspective on that and seeing how these things are growing on top of each other. And that that's what the point of all of this is, is that mm-hmm. ideas should be built off. It was was so good and just a great conversation could have could have gone on for hours for sure.
0: Mm, Yeah, I love this idea that the ideas we think about don't even necessarily have to be correct in order to be useful. I think that Mm. offers just a lot of grace in this kind of messy process of thinking about philosophy and theology. We're going to be wrong at some point and we're going to be wrong a lot, but that doesn't mean we're not um, kind of on the right track and that that can't be built off of. So I'm just a big fan of Max. Yep. Same here. Same
1: here. So thank you, Max, so much for sharing your story and experience with us. And thank you all for taking an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars. See you next time on Inside the Honors College.